Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala şerefil enbiyeyi vel mürselin Muhammedur Resulullah sallallahu aleyhi ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve sellem. Tesliman kathiran kathira. Ama ba'du. My brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَعَسَىٰ أَن تَكْرَهُ شَيْئًا وَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ وَعَسَىٰ أَن تُحِبُّ شَيْئًا وَهُوَ شَرٌ لَكُمْ وَاللَّهُ يَعْلَمُ وَأَنْتُمْ لَا تَعْلَمُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, which means it is possible that you like something but there is harm in it for you. And it is possible that you love something Uh, it is possible that you dislike something and there is benefit in it for you. And Allah knows and you do not know. The essence of tawakkul, the essence of trust, is to believe, irrespective of what appears in front of us, that what comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is for our good. Now this belief is not a blind belief. This belief in, is based on two fundamental things and these two fundamental things we apply in our lives in other places also. Those two things are one, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves us. That Allah loves us. And two, that Allah has knowledge about what is good for us. Now I'll give you an example in life, how we apply the same principle. For example, if you see a person being operated for, just for the sake of example, I'm saying open heart surgery, right? And imagine that you are not a medical person, you are nothing, we just, we just show you a picture, a video. What will you see? You will see this man lying on the operating uh, operation th- uh, table and then you will see they will take a saw and they will open up his chest. They are going to cut him open like this. Then they will take out his heart. There is blood everywhere. Now what will you say if you just look at the picture? You say they are killing him. This is murder. They are killing him. They, they, they opened up the chest. They are pulling out his heart. There is blood everywhere. These people are murderers. But is that the case? That is not the case. And why is that patient voluntarily, de- you know and I know, if you, if you are going to get operated, you actually have to sign a form saying you are agreeing to all this, right? Why do you sign it? For the same two reasons. You know that the, doc- the doctor may not love you, but the doctor has your best interest at heart and the doctor has knowledge about what needs to be done. Right? Ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is beyond examples. We don't give the example of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But just for us to understand. In our lives, may Allah protect all of you and me from all forms of hardship and tests from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But sometimes things happen which are painful, which are tragic, which we don't like. Right? What is our attitude towards that? This is the essence of tawakkul. This is the essence of rida bil khada. Not merely accepting the khada of Allah, but being pleased with it. Eh? Easy to say all this. But on the one it happens, he is the one who knows. Rida bil khada. Not, not just saying, 
بیکاز ایکسیپٹنگ آف خدا آف اللہ سبحانہ و تعالیٰ ان اینی کیس واٹ از یور چوائس اینڈ واٹ از مائی چوائس یو ایکسیپٹیڈ یو ڈونٹ ایکسیپٹیڈ ہیپننگ اینی وے بٹ ٹو بی پلیز بیز اینڈ سے الحمد للہ ہیئر از الحمد للہ نو اللہ سبحان تعالیٰ شوڈ اس ان دا قرآن دیر آر سو مینی ایگزامپلس اللہ سبحان تعالیٰ گیو آف تھنگز وچ آن دا فیس آف فٹ سیم ٹو بی نیگیٹو فار ایگزامپل ان سورت القحف دا اسٹوری آف موسا اینڈ قدر علیہ مسلم three incidents which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described in that and I will not go into the details we all know the incidents all the three incidents if you just look at and that is the reason why Musa alayhi salam asked the question because here is something which looks like it is harmful you, you break up somebody's boat and you kill this boy and you know all of this but what is our lesson from that that behind that is the hikmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is khair which is beneficial Take the story of Musa alayhi salam himself. When Musa alayhi salam is, is born, what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala order his mother to do? Here is a child who is born and there is danger that this child might be killed. So logically what must you do? Save the child, right? So take the child away somewhere, hide him somewhere. No, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, put him in a basket and throw him into the river, into the Nile. Hmm? When you go home, go on YouTube and Google Nile Crocodile. Now there's a special, <laughs> there's a special breed called Nile Crocodile. The Nile is known for those crocodiles. Yeah? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, this is Allah's way of saving this child. Yeah? Take him, put him in a basket and throw him into the Nile. Subhanallah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that the heart of the mother of Musa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala supported, otherwise she would have let go. She would have collapsed or she would have let out the secret. So Allah knows what, what, he, what is happening. On the face of it, take the story of Yusuf alayhi salam. One after the other, disaster after disaster after disaster, if you look at it from a superficial outward sense. Little boy is thrown into a well, then he is taken out of there. The rescue is worse than being thrown in the well because now he's a slave. And then he's sold. And then now his, his reputation is at stake. He's being accused of something which he never did. And on top of that, when it is proven that he is innocent, he's put into jail. But what is the hikmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala behind all this? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is doing all of this because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's plan is something else. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's plan is one day he is going to be the ruler of Egypt. Huh? I remind myself because it's very easy for us to forget this in the heat of the moment. I remember this same masjid, this same place. And Shaykh will bear me out. He will, he will remember those people. You will also remember them. I won't mention name, but there was this brother of ours who had a gas station in Connecticut. And his gas station was on a, on a crossroads. And the, their house was up on the hill. Now his father came to visit him from Pakistan. And his father had a big white beard. And he used to sit where Harris is sitting, which is right behind the sheikh, was my place. 
I'm talking 1997. This was my place. I used to sit here. And he would sit where you are sitting, right next to him. This was, uh, the two of us, you would sit. Uh, every Salah, we would be here. I would be here. He would be next to me. Now, one day, he was there. He was staying with his, uh, with his son. One day, he decided to go to the shop, the gas station. So, he walked down from the hill. He went to the gas station. What did he see in the gas station? He saw what, what is there in the gas station. Huh? <laughs> May Allah have mercy on us. He saw lotteries. He saw, you know, all kinds of magazines. He saw all sort of stuff. Now, the difference. What did he do? He walked back up. His son was not there. His son was, his son was somewhere else. He walked back up to the house. He packed his bag. He took his suitcase, put it outside. And he sat outside. The son came, he saw the father, he said, what happened? He said, I'm going. He said, where? He said, I'm going back to Pakistan. Why? He said, I cannot sit, I cannot stay in your house. He said, what happened? He said, your, your income is haram, I cannot eat this. That man was shocked. He said, what is this? He said, everybody, he said, I don't care who does it. This is haram. I will not eat in your house. So, now again, Alhamdulillah, this is where the son also, you see how the raising and upbringing is good. The son said, sit here, wait one minute. He went to the shop, he pulled out everything, he threw it in the garbage. All the haram stuff in the shop, he threw everything in the garbage. He said, now please come, see, check for yourself. I have thrown everything in the garbage, I am out of this. If the company does not agree, I will sell this, but you cannot leave my house and go. You are my father. This is barakah for me. You have to stay here. So, alhamdulillah. This happened. Two or three weeks after that, it was Friday, Jumu'ah. Sheikh was here. Sheikh's khutbah. I am sitting here. Where is this man? This man is not here. It was winter. It was a miserable, horrible day. It was sleet and the road conditions were bad and what not. Now, he always prayed Juma here and I said, what happened to him? I said, maybe, okay, today something. After Juma, we get the news that they were coming for Juma. There were four of them in the Land Cruiser. The, the son was driving, the father was sitting next to him. There were two people in the back. They skidded and the vehicle went, turned turtle two, three times and slammed into a bulldozer which was parked by the, on the hard shoulder. And that vehicle, the but the, later on, I saw the photos. I said, Subhanallah, how is anybody even alive in this vehicle? Land crews are completely smashed. Now, what happened? Nothing happened. Three of them, the, the son and the two others, just some scratches and so on. This father, the old man, he broke his leg. So, as soon as this whole accident happened he was the first one who was up he was reciting ayatul kursi he was reciting the kalima he asked everybody how is you how are you how are you everybody is fine but he has broken his leg so obviously they called the ambulance and so on police came ambulance came they took him to the hospital in hartford they saw the leg badly broken they said we have to operate in order to operate the leg they had to do a cardiac profile to see his heart condition and so on. When they did that, they found all the arteries 100% blocked. That cardiac surgeon said, how is this man walking? 
He said, this man should be dead. This, this man has no right to be alive. He, how is he even walking? So they said, we have to operate and we have to do bypass for open heart surgery. We have to do bypass for all his arteries. Right? This man comes from Pakistan. He does not have health insurance. What do you think that kind of operation costs in this country? But because it happened in the crash and the police brought him to the hospital, not one cent is spent. His leg operation, his bypass surgery, everything is good as new, not one cent spent on anything. And all the, all the others, they only have some bruises and cuts and all that. Right? Two, three weeks after, he's back here. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is Allah. He stood for what is halal. He said to his son, I will not eat in a house. If you, this business, if you don't change right now, I will not eat. Not one meal. I said, I am leaving now. And Alhamdulillah, the son came through and the son said, no, you cannot go. You cannot go. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does for him. Hey? This is Allah. I remind myself when you let us always, always, always have complete and total faith and trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Never lose hope. Things will be bad. I know that things are bad. Things are bad in different ways. Society, politics, wars. Don't worry about all that. Do not worry about all that. Because one day all of this will end. And I want to end with this example before you. Which is one day it all ends. We have before us in a period of between today and maybe, what was it, about two weeks ago or something, the deaths of two people. One of them died today at the age of 96. The other one died maybe two weeks ago at the age of 23. The one who died at the age of 96, had every single conceivable thing that any human being can want. Everything. Money and palaces and honor and position and authority and army and private yachts and ships and planes and you name it, right? There is nothing that any human being can want that this person did not have. And the one who died two weeks ago, what did she have? What did she have? She had nothing, right? <laughs> 
she had something which today i don't say i do not say that this one who died at 96 died without him i don't say that because i don't know this wallahu alam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may have given her iman maybe she decided the kalima maybe allah forgives we don't know but if she died without iman and if somebody asked her now tell me what will you give to be in the place of asma what will you give to be in the place of that one that girl who died two weeks ago what will she say huh she will say take everything i have multiply that by 10 million times and take that also but give me and put me in the place of this girl that is what we have alhamdulillah if we didn't have that we would not be sitting in this masjid alhamdulillah we are sitting in the masjid because we have iman and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his infinite mercy did not put a measure on this iman i know i'm not saying that one should not have strong iman and so on but allah did not put this measure to say your iman has to be equal to that of abu bakr as siddiq otherwise you will go to jahannam allah did not say this والذين امنوا وكانوا يتقون لهم البشرى في الحياه الدنيا وفي الاخره ذا ايمان تقوى فور ذم بشرى ان ذس دنيا اند اخره مدرسه سيسترز نيفر ايفر لوز هوب بيقول الله سبحانه وتعالى وي هاف الله وي اسك الله سبحانه وتعالى فور استقامه We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for steadfastness. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We say, Ya Rabb, you gave us this iman without asking. Now give us Jannah because we ask. Ya Rabb, you gave us this iman without asking. You brought us onto this path without asking. This is your ni'mah. we did not ask for this we did not work for this this is not because of our kasam this is not because of our effort this is your name this is your gift ya rab keep us on this because it is your your your, your greatness and your glory and your majesty that what you take you don't you don't take it back you gave us this keep us on this and see us through to the time we meet you and we say ya rab you decree make this our muqaddar make this your qadar that we stay on the path of muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam and that we meet you in a state when you are pleased with us rabbana faqfir lana dhunubana wa kaffir anna sayyi'atina wa tawaffana ma'al abrar rabbana atina fid dunya hasanata wa fil akhirati hasanata wa qina adhaban nar wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika ya rabbi